0: Oh, hey, here we go again. Uh, the September 28th edition, 2022 of the Robert Scabbell Show is about to commence. And uh, if I make it through upright, that'd be great. If not, Supernaut will take over. I, I told you I'd be tired from the weekend. It was an amazing weekend, but uh, we're going to make it through. We got Todd Smith, uh, our one guest. He wrote a book called Hijacked on Flight COVID-19. How's that for an intriguing title? We'll learn all about how we were all hijacked and what to do about it. Also, guess what? TMB, Ty Bollinger is back to go outside the box in hour two. We might talk a little bit about our experience at the U.S. Health Freedom Congress, as well as a whole lot of other stories. Thoughts and prayers, of course, going out to my uh, brethren in Florida, where we used to be. I have to say, I'm glad I'm not there right now, but uh, hang in there, batting down the hatches. If all is well, I'll see you guys next week in Florida. But for now, let's start the Robert Bell Show. Robert
1: Scott
0: Scott Belzer. Okay, we got to start another show, and uh, I don't mean to telegraph my, uh, I think, walking wounded status, but I am going to just in case. So, if I proceed anything that would remotely resemble a critique or a criticism of me, because you know how thin-skinned I am, Super Don, I can't take it. I can't take it when somebody says something mean about me. And especially when you do it, Super D, it's just too much. Too
1: much. To it's bear. Just too much, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: And uh, you know, all the frailty, whatever it is. People I you know, hey, look, get rid of that image. I'm okay. I'm All, all right.
1: All right. All but right. Let's That's just fine. let's just cut to the chase here. What's going on with you?
0: What's the chase? I told you I had such a great time at the US Health Freedom Congress that I stayed up far too late, way past my bedtime, engaging in great conversation with folks that I you know, you know, you rarely get together with. And it was a conscious decision and I knew Look, uh, sleep is a very important and valuable thing. I was a really bad example for that, and it wasn't me not being able to sleep, it was me choosing not to sleep. Hey, we've all so, been there. Yeah, so here I am, a, you know, a few days out, and I'm like, I should be napping right now instead i'm not only did I, am I doing the show right now, we'll see how long that lasts. but I, <laughs> this morning, I had a call with someone, a zoom call with someone who I met at the conference that I had no earthly idea I had set up to do. I was in the midst of breaking down and she's like, yeah, we talked about this and you're like, really, where was I? I was very concentrated on the end of that. event, And then, uh, had a great uh, session with Joe Messino from nutritional frontiers on the winery part of that. Yeah. We always have a great discussion. And then, you know, we got the show till later in the day today. Guess what? We got the cardio miracle webinar talking about brain health and I hope my brain is conscious and functional. So, I don't even want to belabor all the stuff and make you, you know, the world's tiniest violin and play it. Mm -hmm. I'm just acknowledging the voice. It's like I'm having to put a little oomph for extra effort to do the stuff we're going to do today. I'm glad that Ty Bollinger is on an hour or two because by then I might just need to lean on him and and you, my friend, Super D. So thank you Mm -hmm. for uh, doing all that you've done. And, and, you know, Joe Messino, I don't know if you noticed, he loves the newsletter that you put out every day. I
1: said, didn't catch that part, no.
0: Yeah, he says he gets it on two different emails just in case they try to hide it in one. Oh, <laughs> so nice. So he's covering, it, covering his bases. So uh, I was bragging awesome. on you being able to see and read the medical matrix, all the stories, and you can see through it. So uh, good stuff there. If you haven't already got the newsletter, it's uh, text RSB to 22828, RSB, my initials, 22828, or just come on over to robertscadbell.com. And slash listen for the live chat room. We'll check on all, all y'all eventually, see what's going on where you are. Again, acknowledging our friends in Florida right now, batting down them hatches. Uh, Superdun's been playing some clips, and I've been watching through his computer. Uh, the, uh, yeah, 130-mile-an-hour type of winds on, you know, gosh, it's brutal. And when we left Florida four, uh, four years ago, yeah, I think it was last year we were there, we got hit by a hurricane that was going up through the center of the state. And by the time it got to us, it was a one-slash-zero like it was just dying out as a tropical storm. And it was, look, the howling wind, even at a one, is is scary, and stuff can fall down on you. So be, please uh, take cover, and uh, if you haven't already left, just uh, hunker down there. Uh, all right, Super D, what else have I forgotten already as we start the show? I'm not all here. I just don't feel <coughs>
1: all here anyway. What have you forgotten? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's just jump howling. right into yeah, yet another Jeffrey Tucker article. And I actually read this. This is a
0: great article again. Uh, it says, the pandemic response unleashed two kinds of nationalism. And I, I will, you talk about cutting to the chase. I'll I'll cut to the, the heart of the matter. See, right now, many people are, let's say many people, the left, the political left, the mainstream media that has a uh, collectivist, globalist kind of, I don't want any borders. I want every nation to just fall under one world order. Uh, those people are very frightened about some of our responses to the pandemic, scamdemic, and that is a form of nationalism, a form of coming together in identity. Now, in America, that identity is, of course, greatly diverse. It's not all white people who came from Europe. It's a little of everything. Those that uh, really identify with the American ideal, however, we've fallen short of it in time, from time to time, you know, that one that acknowledges individual liberty, religious freedom, freedom of speech, and that we welcome those that come here that come here for those reasons and purposes, that they want to enjoy the blessings of liberty, not socialism, not collectivism, not communism, not a permanent welfare state. Yet it's interpreted purposefully, ma- 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 let me see, male- what's the word A malevolently? Interpreted as Right-wing nationalism based on race or national
1: origin, or Christian or nationalism, or that's or the or one. Christian that's when, nationalism, yeah, yeah, that's the one I see a lot lately.
0: So they want to somehow denigrate people that say, "For love of country, we need to come together," and you know, and that's that's looked on as xenophobic for all of the things they can do to paint a negative picture or, or a negative spin on it. And the article that Jeffrey Tucker writes is about the distinction between two forms of nationalism. One desirable, one not. And as you can imagine, the one we desire here is one rooted in choice. That we have the freedom and we choose to come together to find out what aligns on our mission and purpose, etc. Versus a nationalism rooted in force. That is, we, we as a strong national centralized government we mandate everybody do what this we close our borders because the virus is going to get us as if any artificial uh, division based on a political reality under law of nations is going to stop something floating through the air Uh, of course it's an absurd notion but the nationalism that they are for in the media is one that forces everybody to comply to mask to jab to be a good person and take one for the team so you don't kill grandma, to teach your children to be afraid, be very afraid to isolate, all of these things. And I think it's an important distinction to make as we see the new prime minister of Italy, Super Don, I don't know if you've seen this woman, uh, very significant direct communication about a form of nationalism and identity of of, of pe- the people of Italy to say, hey, these are the things I believe, this is who I believe we are, this is what I want to you know, strengthen, I do not like globalists coming in here to tell us how to live, how to behave, what to do, etc. And how is she being painted as the new Mussolini? And Superdy, I don't know if you saw any of her speech. Obviously, I don't speak Italian to read it.
1: I didn't see it. I saw some headlines about her, but I have not had a yeah, chance to see it If you, you, if you it
0: watch her speech and they have the translation, you're like, dude, there's nothing Mussolini like about this. But they want to indicate that if you are a strong nationalists, if you're for your own country, that you're automatically a Mussolini or a Hitler or something like that. You're
1: not a team player. Yeah, you're not part of the global
0: community. But globalism, of course, is about centralized bureaucracies running your life, making your life a living hell, but telling you you must like it. And there is, rightfully so, a rebellion brewing around the world against globalism. Because the globalists, I believe, bit off more than they could currently chew. and They would hope that they could chew it up and spit it out. But the reality is it's woken up a lot of folks that are not wanting to play along. Now, I've been warning about globalism here on this show for a long time. There have been others that have been speaking out for longer than me, a lot longer than me. But many people just go about their business and go, yeah, yeah, it's conspiracy theory, on and on. It goes, we're, we're dismissed, and they move on with their lives. Until now, it becomes so obvious they cannot deny the reality that there are people beyond our borders, maybe in them, but don't really share a strong sense of, you know what? I love America, for instance, where we originate. And we, what do we like about America? Not that we failed in certain arenas or not living up to our ideals, but let those ideals specifically that we want to live up to, we want to do better. That freedom is the foundation of this wonderful country, unlike any other country founded before or since. And there is a strong desire by many of you to say, hey, is there a way we can restore this? I've been thinking about that restoration of the Republic, so to speak, for gosh, 30 plus years and have lived my life accordingly with the principles I've uncovered and the things, the deceptions that I've uncovered in my life by reading, by studying, by meeting other people that have fascinating journeys to share their stories, to say, my gosh, this is a shocking reality that our country has been stolen out from under us because we went to sleep on it. And now for those of you who have come r- come to the, the, the same realization, because it's so in your face and you will say, Hey, I want the America back. There are those on the political left that think you want slaves again. I mean, such, you want to talk about extremism. Oh my gosh, you love America. You must be racist or, you know, name all of these things. And these are people that are being manipulated by globalists to make it believe make believe that the globalists could solve all of our problems by melting uh, us into transgender computer chips, for lack of a better way to describe what they would like us to be, transhumanism, etc. There's not two genders. There are now any multiple of genders you want to claim, and your pronouns are they, them, whatever. I, I all done not to honor those people who have genuine, uh, genuine, I made up another word, genuine, genuine uh, dysphoria, gender dysphoria, which is something that was, again, very rare back in the day, but with the advancement of uh, xenoestrogens and other things that alter endocrine normalcy, mineral deficiencies, as well as indoctrination within public schools or indoctrination centers. We get to this point of, externally induced confusion, compounded by internally induced confusion because the corruption of the food, the water, and the air, which is not causing global warming, by the way, but toxic poisons that do alter cellular metabolic integrity. And my argument has always been about the environment. If we can talk about toxins, it'd be a hard thing to say, oh, there's no such thing as toxins. And they're, they're, we can do whatever we want to the environment and on and on it will go. But it's not about that. They don't care about polluting and polluters. In fact, they profit off of polluting and polluters. And the number one polluters on the planet are the governments of the world. And of course, the multinational corporations that own and control many governments of the world. And because we no longer have apparently the common law in effect in America or much many of the places of the world, you have no recourse should somebody poison you, your water, your land, your air, et cetera. And then you got to go petition the government. And then the EPA says, well, no, that's our domain. You can't sue them because we regulate them. In the meantime, guess what? The EPA is what? A captured agency, just like the FDA, et cetera. Under the common law, if people harmed you by polluting your land, your water, your air, you could you would have a recourse. They take it out in an imaginary sense, but in a very real corrupted sense, and say, We will protect you. We're the government. And we're here to protect you. We have the Environmental Protection Agency. We have the Food and Drug Administration, Fear and Death Administration. We'll protect you from harmful, dangerous drugs, adulterated foods, et cetera. In the meantime, what they regulate is the third, second, or first leading cause of death. So we've been duped. We've been played. We've been deceived. And for some of you, finally, you're waking up to see that deception. For many of you that have been with me for a long time, you've seen it for a long time. I don't know what we can do about it not sure what we can do about it well for one stop supporting those agencies and entities that enslave you that poison you that corrupt you that diminish your divinity or somehow that try to separate you from your divinity or divide us from each other because if we're a creation if i'm a creation of god as are you and you're divided from your fellow brother and sister in creation then, of course, that manipulation uh, and deception to convince you that you are somehow less than what you really are becomes something that you then begin to live a life of 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 poverty in consciousness, not just money, but poverty. It's like, oh, I'm not worthy or I can't achieve it. I can't get something that I want. And you're going to look to a strong centralized bureaucracy, whether it be in your country or whether it be above it, supranational at a globalist uh, perspective or way. And so this article stimulated a lot of thought in me, the pandemic response unleashed two kinds of nationalism, harping mainly on the, the discord that is created by a, a media that is fully owned and controlled by the very globalists that want to divide us, that want to avoid nationalism by choice and mandate nationalism by force which is really subjugating nations to a centralized global bureaucracy under the guise of, you guys can't do it yourself. We don't trust you. You shouldn't trust yourself. We're going to do it from here because we are your overlords. We know better, just like doctors that don't get any nutrition trying to tell you what to do to heal from a nutritional deficiency. We can poison you with FDA-approved drugs back to health. It's absurd. Many doctors are awakening to the horror of their own edification, so to speak, or indoctrination as well. So I don't know, Superdon, if you read this article, this is just what stimulated me to think about these things a little bit along the same themes that we've been covering for years together, maybe more emphatically now as more people are awakened and realizing that the manipulation is full on, one hundred percent of the time, twenty four seven, via broadcast media outside of what we call new media that is not controlled. But then there are those that will say, then it's controlled opposition. So then you never get anywhere. Somewhere, sometimes, somehow, you're going to have to follow your gut instinct in addition to your intellect. If you if you feel like your intellect's not enough, then get connected to the source of all wisdom, and that's not government, that's God. However you perceive that to be. And to begin to be guided by that. So you have the proverbial spider senses in a spiritual way. Where you'll be guided to see through the lies and deceptions. And boy, it is high level. It is really, really well done to the point where I can't get cocky either. I could be deceived too. And I have to take things that look or appear to be one way, take it within in prayer, meditation, contemplation, and kind of feel it out to be guided to see through the deceptions. The moment we get cocky and think, oh, I can't be deceived is the moment they got you again. So be a little humble if you don't mind. Not like me humble bragging all the time, but <laughs> you know what I mean, Super Don. Uh, look, the deceptions run so deep and the moment you think you figured it out, they come in with another angle. And I think that's the part of you being able to see through the medical matrix or other matrices.
1: The more you think you know, yeah. the less you actually know. Exactly. Great, Jig. Don't works.
0: get cocky. So uh, we can learn from each other. We can learn from our own experience. Or we can, you know, with that experience, sometimes we insist we have to go through the hardships to, to indelibly mark the lessons that we are unwilling to learn via other people's uh, experiences and or our own history that has been erased and rewritten so that we wouldn't learn those lessons from history. And we go down to the same thing. Really, is Europe going to fall into another war? Are we going into another world war? Right. We hadn't had enough of those yet. Really? Could we be manipulated once again to engage there? Could we fall prey, Super Don, to another demic after COVID wears out? Monkey pox, marble. Some
1: of us could, you know? yes.
0: So the fear that you have is the thing that will be most exploited. So I'll ask you before we take a moment, and we're going to welcome our guests this hour in just a moment, but I would ask you to look into your own eyes, look in the mirror, or however you do this, self-reflect and say, hey, what am I afraid of? find out what that is because realize that's going to be the thing that will be exploited by those that want to control you, own you, enslave you, corrupt you. What am I afraid of? What did I find out I was afraid of on that last hike to uh, 12,000 feet? I got up there. And I was like, ho- suddenly I was afraid of heights. I was like, holy crap. How did I get up here? This is scary. Dun, 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 dun. I, well, you know what I was yes. afraid of was falling, losing my footing and falling, which tells right. me that I'm not done yet. You know, I'm like, yep, I want to be here. I got things to do. I'm not ready to just fall off a cliff and say, "See you later, guys and gals." So there's a survival instinct that's not bad when it comes to genuine fear of falling off of a cliff. So not all fear is bad. Some fear keeps you a little bit more sane as opposed to some of these young people that were running down the cliff. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I would have done that when I was younger. Maybe.
1: Immortality <laughs> complex. But, we get a little wiser as we yeah, get older.
0: Yeah, I mean, I acknowledge there's some changes <laughs> there, even as I'm doing things in fitness realm in my 50s that I wasn't able to do in certainly my uh, mid to late 20s when I started my journey into genuine health beyond just fitness. So with that, Super D, any announcements before we bring on uh, our first guest of today? Todd Smith's coming up. No,
1: I think we should just, let's just jump right in. Okay, there's a book. Jump off of that cliff. Jump off the cliff. Evil Knievel. Well, there's a book that just came out
0: recently called Hijacked, And we have it linked in the show notes. It'll take you to the Amazon version. I don't know if it's available elsewhere. Hijacked on COVID flight, COVID-19 by Todd J Smith. Uh, Todd's in the South. So I'm going to feel like it's old home week on the Robert Scott Bell show. Todd, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell show.
2: Hey, Robert. Uh, Welcome. And uh, thanks for uh, letting me be on the show.
0: Well, every once in a while I need a dose of Southern and, uh, Super Don called it, called it. And uh, I think our buddy Kevin got you connected to us And this book is intriguing. And I think uh, it's one of those things, everything that we uh, missed going into this thing, if we read it, we might not be as vulnerable next time. What do you think?
2: Uh, Well, that's true. I I think if you had a chance to read the whole book, you'd find uh, a lot of good information on natural ways to protect yourself from COVID-19, which we never got from our government. Mm-hmm. And then you'll find the deceit and the um, what really went, went on during the pandemic.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm going to still read some of the chapter titles for people to intrigue them. This is why they would read this book. The, the research you did is great. How about lessons from the 1918 Spanish flu? I, again, we talk about history being erased and rewritten. So people don't know actually what happened. That the homeopaths and the naturopaths, you even mentioned the Seventh-day Adventists, those that went more to the natural realm had much greater success in terms of survivability, lowered or almost a gone mortality rates, et cetera. That history is not discussed at all. You bring that up. Uh, How about fighting the so-called SARS-CoV virus, the government's response, uh, the first and last battle for an early treatment drug? Obviously, the uh, stories about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are listed in here. Early treatment heroes, you acknowledge uh, there's a lot of great things that you know. Almost a million people didn't need to die when you talk about ivermectin and how they did this. Again, this these are great chapters. Alone would be helpful. Even one chapter out of the book. So again, you have done a great job. Is this something before you wrote this book that you were a prolific author, or just you were called to do this?
2: Well, I, I've I've never written a book before, so this is my first book. But I want people to understand that. I researched it real well. There's over 500 references in the book. It's not a long book and it's very easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I did my research. I wanted to prove my uh, prove my points through that research and not just be somebody giving an opinion. But um You mentioned the first chapter is about the Spanish flu. Well, the Spanish flu only lasted a year and a half. Here we are closing in on three years of the COVID uh, pandemic. So you have to wonder, why is it lasting so long? And uh, the good doctors know why it's lasting so long.
0: I I think uh, we become, like, stupider, honestly. Since that time where there was little or no uh, access or knowledge to natural medicines, for instance, even though, yes, a lot of people have used them, but we've seen in the fear porn campaign that was a full court press through media that even people that you thought would know better fell prey to the propaganda and fear and went down a road that many of us were surprised to watch them go down. It's like, well, we thought you understood holistic. We thought you understood the law of the terrain. We thought you understood natural medicine versus drugs and vaccines and many that proclaimed that they did ran right back into the arms of the pharmaceutical church.
2: Yeah, it's funny because uh, in um, during the Spanish flu, we only had aspirin and uh, chloroquine, and we m- might have had a few other, but we we didn't really have the medicines, and we didn't have um, we didn't have antibiotics uh, until almost. Uh, Oh, 14 years later when penicillin came out. So, um, so we were fighting it with natural, uh, things and the few drugs that we had aspirin, uh, they believe the military over prescribed aspirin because it brought your fever down. Right. suppression um, medicine. This is allopathic the,
0: medicine and it actually harms the process of recovery and so these things, as well as experimental vaccination campaigns that took place then as well, uh, greatly contributed to things that were post-World War One or right at the tail end there, where people were living in abject poverty, in many cases, uh, squalor, sewage sanitation systems were not fully set up during the war, or the, the things that people were exposed to, including chemical munitions, mustard gases, a lot of things precipitated the terrain destruction that manifested as what they called a flu or an influenza. That 14 or 15 years later, when they had also new technology beyond antibiotics, electron microscope to look deep, deep, deep into areas that light microscopes couldn't see. And they proclaimed as they dug up a dead guy from Alaska who had frozen at the time of 1918 and claimed, hey, we found what killed everybody. And very few people said that's absurd. That's absolutely absurd that you you can proclaim that without proof or evidence. And, And still today, we're falling prey to the viral causation hypothesis based on that.
2: Uh, yeah, um, you know, the, I think the main, um, even though I touch on the Spanish flu, I do it to compare what we're doing today versus what we did then. And today we're telling people go home with no, um, no other treatment, wait until you get so sick that you can't breathe, then come to the hospital for late treatment and these uh, terrible drugs, especially, especially remdesivir. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, when you re- get to read the book, you get to see the comparison of what they told you to do then, which was get outside, exercise, eat well, um, get good sleep, um, hot, um, hot uh, in the sanitariums they did uh, uh, hot, Fulmations, they called it, where they would heat your body up to 102 degrees or more, and your body thought it had the flu. So your your natural immune system would kick in and help fight the virus. So, but now, now they don't give, uh, they told us uh, nothing about vitamin D3, nothing about taking vitamin C or zinc or uh, Uh, some of the other supplements that you can take to help build your natural immune system to fight COVID-19, they didn't give us anything. And this is our National Institutes of Health that should know better.
0: Well, Um, as I talked about in the opening, Todd, the capturing of our agencies, including the capturing of scientific inquiry, uh, has been uh, fairly complete over the many decades that we've been observing it here that the moneyed interests, the corporate interests, the pharmaceutical interests basically have said, you know what? You can have anything you want to treat disease as long as it's a drug that we get approved by the Fear and Death Administration.
2: That's true.
0: There's little to no freedom in scientific inquiry or endeavor because it won't be funded. Fauci made sure that he controlled a lot of the grants. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, you can study whatever you want in this box. And those that innovate beyond it, because that's what science does, you got to think outside the box to kind of make some major strides in understanding the world we live in, and those were prohibited, verboten, so to speak. And so we are in a totalitarian dictatorship, and even the doctors are subject, they're not the dictators, the doctors, but they're subject to the elite ruling class, those who have said what you must do, anything beyond that, we will make your life a living hell, we'll remove your license, we'll discredit you, we will do everything we can to make you feel like a schmuck of some kind so you won't speak out or speak up. And that's not something that we play along well with here. I don't tolerate totalitarians all that well.
2: Yeah, uh, I agree with you 100%, Robert. Um, That's one of the reasons that I wrote the book was because I was following really good doctors on uh, YouTube uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. And then they started getting blocked. Now, the block was originally for uh, any lab leak theory. But then it went to um, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Well, um, these these um, YouTube came out in May of 2020 with a list of things you could not talk about, and it was those three things were on it. You couldn't talk about the lab leak theory, or you'd get your channel pulled down. Or if you now these are good, these are professional doctors with high credentials were getting their Facebook account blocked, their YouTube channel pulled down, their Twitter account taken down because they were talking about early treatment. And they were, people were questioning the idea that it could have leaked out of a lab, which the lab leak theory has been all all but proven that uh, we funded Wuhan, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's in my book. It's, um, on the chapter, um, uh, it's, uh, the chapter about that.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm looking, at the, sorry, list here. Look I'm looking at, at the list. You got so many things here, homegrown yeah, lab um, leaguers, throw them out of the plane. Yeah, that, them. that's it. I'm yeah.
2: sorry. No, I can't it's even okay. remember well, the you, chapters of my own book. But dude, uh, yeah,
0: I, I, normally I can't remember what I said yesterday or even five minutes ago. So don't feel bad about that at all. You've done great work. Now, Superdon tells me, because we have it linked as well to Amazon, but are is it true you're trying to give this book away for free to this audience?
2: Yes. Um you can you can get the uh, physical book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um but uh you know if you my purpose of the book was to help as many people as possible understand uh what happened to us during this pandemic so um you can purchase it on amazon if you if you don't want to purchase the book i'm giving it away free as a in pdf form
0: we we have Um, the link in the show notes today it's uh, september twenty eighth, 2022 the show notes there's a link to the PDF, uh, that's, a, that's not going to do well to support all your efforts to, uh, investigate and put the book
2: out. I mean, how do you, are you going to be okay? Well, you know, I've already done all the work. Okay. The book is printed in color. It makes very little money. If you buy a book, I make a dollar and 40 cents. Okay. <laughs> so, um, right. if you want the hard copy and want to buy the book, uh, right. That's fantastic. But I would rather I would I I really want to help as many people as I can. If you go to Chapter seven, you can find out how you can protect you and your family from COVID with simple, simple vitamins and minerals and uh, certain um, things that you can do like uh, like a hot, hot, Bath or shower to bring your body temperature up to one hundred and two. Um, that will help your immune system kick in. These vitamins and minerals, if you have an, if you have them in your bloodstream before you get COVID, you like vitamin D. There was a uh, there's a study, gone over in chapter seven that shows it took two large studies of hospitalized COVID patients and their vitamin D level. Mm -hmm. So um, theoretically, the lower your vitamin D level is, the worse your outcomes are going to be. 78% of people uh, in the hospital were vitamin D deficient. Um, So this is critical information. It's in Chapter 7 of the book. um, But you need to get your your blood serum level vitamin D3 up. And that study that I was about to tell you about with two, uh, it was a combination of two large studies. And they took, they just plotted all the the deaths on a graph and they took it down to zero mortality and what your vitamin D level might be. And both of the lines hit uh, zero mortality at, 50 nanograms of vitamin D in your blood serum. So, um, so theoretically, if you got your blood serum level vitamin D3 up, your uh, you, you would there would be zero mortality to COVID-19. Well, I want to um, add
0: something into the mix here. We've discovered as well that many people who are taking D3 or eating foods rich in D may not be converting that D within the body, the stored D, into the active state. And that is what we found can be done or assisted by the use of the Cardio Miracle product, which uh, is a comprehensive nutritional array, not only to enhance nitric oxide production, but again, to convert the stored D3 into the active form. So that's another aspect of engaging beyond just taking, just in case, so that we have full-on utilization within the body. Also, I would always add, if we're taking a lot of zinc and vitamin C, that we also need to concern, be concerned for copper levels. Copper levels are already low across the board for most because they're not eating food rich in copper. The food that is rich in copper is not as rich in copper as it once was. Digestive systems have been compromised, et cetera. And yeah. uh, we've, we've got to do better. And and so for those of you who haven't uh, heard me talk about copper, the sovereign copper is immediate available uh, in the copper one, copper two states, so you can get via water, no digestion required, immediate assimilation, and you assimil- assimilation and utilization. I'm trying to combine two words again, and also uh, there's you know, so much more. But again, you're to your point as you've uh, covered these studies, you, you know, hitting the zero mortality point and looking out at certain parameters and going, hey. That should be leading us in terms of what we should be directing people to do versus, hey, just isolate, hang out, and then when you get really bad, come to the hospital. We'll give you a kidney-killing drug. Put you on a vent to make sure you die.
2: Yeah, um, uh, it's amazing the amount of deception that has been played on us. Um, And um, if you look at the chapter, Computers Don't Lie, it goes over – Two computer studies, and they have a way of determining whether this uh, something will attach to the spike protein, because these uh, molecules have been um, uh, they've been so defined that they can put the data into a computer system and see if those molecules will attach to the spike protein and prevent it from entering the cell and replicating. So when those studies showed that certain drugs might do that, they, were, they said, here's the list of the drugs that might work. Um, and then another study, and that study showed ivermectin, azithromycin. Um, uh, there were several drugs that came out of that study that might work. Well, of course... I never saw a computer study that the U.S. Uh, National Institutes of Health ever did. So um, uh, you really, I hope you will get the book and um, and just look and just read the information. Because I just took data. I collected data. Yeah. Uh, another well, big Todd, study, I mean,
0: look, you priced it so high, free, that I don't know who would be downloading this book. I mean, yeah,
2: it's, I don't either. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, the,
0: the PDF link is right there, folks, in the show notes. And uh, it's also for those of you watching the show live or listening uh, in the uh, chat rooms, the various chat rooms through social media, as well as at robertscatbell.com slash listen. And you can uh, get plugged into that. I don't know if Super Don sent it out through the newsletter as well, but. Todd, I'm really grateful that you make this available for free. Uh, Although, again, I I hope that you get the support you need to to continue your work, whether it's this or other things moving forward, because I think it's an extraordinarily valuable read for people. uh, Well, if we can prevent this from happening again, falling prey to propaganda and fear porn like we did by by understanding what happened almost in real time. I mean, it's not like we're having to try to remember back to 1918, even though there are aspects of history you did bring out. and I'm grateful for that as well but this is fresh within our minds and we're actually able to reveal it in real time. And it it took a while to unpack things from 1918 to figure out what went wrong, what went right, et cetera. And most people don't even look back to learn from it like you have.
2: Well, um, you know, the book goes way further into details about how they hijacked us. Uh, it was really by, um, preventing freedom of speech. If doctors were able to speak freely on the social media platforms that have become the standard for getting information dispersed, we wouldn't have had a pandemic because you only have a pandemic if you can't treat it. Um, If you can treat it, there isn't a pandemic. And we had the two drugs, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, that could have treated everybody early, but they blocked those drugs and there was a f- couple reasons, I believe, but one of them was you can't give emergency use authorization to a vaccine mm-hmm. if there's an FDA approved treatment um, drug that will treat it. Right. We we
0: well, covered that extensively here, Todd. I mean, that was so obvious. The reason they had to fight tooth and nail against anybody who had acknowledged success in an existing drug therapy treatment, drug cocktail therapy and or supplemental use and have 100% success, which many physicians did, and some we featured on this show, then it would put the kibosh, so to speak, on any and all emergency use authorization mRNA shots. So the entire scamdemic was playing out a multi-trillion dollar industry's ability to profit off of dangerous and deadly injections and have no liability for the injuries and death that they would cause, plus the governments of the world mandating them into massive utilization so profit was a guarantee without any harm coming back on the people who or the companies that perpetrated this much less the governments
2: well you're you're absolutely right robert um uh and i try to go over all all those aspects of it but the freedom of speech was the big one uh because in may of 2020 that's when youtube came out with those uh those uh Things that they would block you on, even though they started blocking you already. And then in November, right before the vaccines came out, there was the Trusted News Initiative that came out, where all the uh, large, all our large uh, traditional media, our newspapers, our cha- our TV channels, cable channels—they're all owned by just a handful of big conglomerates. So they got together to. Um, squash, any idea of early treatment. Uh, So we were in a prison uh, created by walls of the lack of freedom of speech. And then they didn't allow us to get those drugs that (sighs) would have saved.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Think about the, I argue maybe millions, in fact, not just hundreds of thousands.
2: They would have saved millions of people worldwide mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Europe and a lot of countries around the world were looking for us uh, for the answers. And we had people corrupted in our mm-hmm. FDA, in the NIH, in, in the uh, CDC mm-hmm. that, um, that uh, uh, were doing something different. They were blocking the truth. They were in collusion with social media and mm-hmm. the uh, Trust and in News Initiative. Todd, as far um,
0: as I'm concerned, these people are murderers. I, so
2: they I agree with you. I spell that out. I spell yeah. that out in, um, am asking, I spell out the definition of murder in the book, and I'm going, is this murder? Because it was intentional um that they did it and then in the very back I compare it I don't know if you can see this uh, but I compare it to the all the wars that we ever did mm-hmm. went through and there's more death and injury from this intentional uh, pandemic um, response mm-hmm than all the uh, than any war we've ever been in, um, but there's no nobody's upset about it.
0: Um, well, and Todd, you bring that up, and I think it's it's very uh, critical to discuss as well because part of the the things I've been talking about on this show for years. There it is. Superdon found it in the book as well. How the, the number of deaths that were needless It didn't have to happen. Uh, but and, on it, go ahead.
2: Uh, uh, these deaths that are in here. That's yeah. only in. Through March of this year, now I take VAERS data, which is uh, which is our voluntary adverse event reporting system. It's so underreported. Um, there's stu- been studies done before, and I think you had Steve uh, Kirsch on the show.
0: Yes, yes, just did yeah. It. He
2: he is he's great at that. He's followed the adverse event reporting system and shown that. Uh, the adverse events are probably underreported by a hundred times. And and the deaths are reported by at least a minimum of five to seven times, mm-hmm. if not so you have to even when we never get this data on the news, it's blocked. We never see the data on adverse events. We never see the data on um, deaths from the vaccine. The graphs are in this book. They're in color, so you can see them for yourself. Uh, You can see there's a a graph on page uh, around 129 of the original uh, Pfizer trial data. Mm -hmm. It has, in the vaccinated group, there's five times more heart attacks than in the unvaccinated group. Mm-hmm. And they had 20 deaths in the vaccinated group versus 14 in the unvaccinated group. Now, so the vaccine killed more people than it ever saved from COVID. And they still gave it emergency use authorization.
0: What does that these, say these about people the... These cur- should,
2: they should they, be in jail.
0: Yeah, they should be in jail. Todd, this is the, you know, the point I want to bring up. This is a lot of years, you know, focused and concentrated in this COVID scandemic of year after year, decade after decade of the descent into the inevitable. Why do I say that? Because we've had evidence from the major journals, medical journals, like New England Journal of Medicine, like the Journal of the American Medical Association, like the Lancet, acknowledging for years that modern medicine was at the very least the third leading cause of death every year. And when there was a huge meta-analysis done that became the book Death by Modern Medicine by Carolyn Dean and Gary Null and others that worked on the the data, it worked out to be about 784,000 deaths every year due to iatrogenicide that is caused by medicine, caused by doctors, caused by pharmaceutical drugs approved by the FDA. So if you think about the numbers, and now we're not even talking the 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 pandemic we're talking about on an annual basis three quarters of a million plus die due to monopoly medicine sanctioned by the government monopolized mandated into monopoly by the government then what we are witnessing is just a concentration of what had we had learned to live with because very few people pointed out and even when we did just as you pointed out Todd people just shrugged their shoulders said what I don't see anything or Maybe they concluded, well, that's just the price of doing medicine in America or in the West. So it's a horrid, horrid history made manifest by ignoring that history to get to the point where we just lived through those of us who are still here, lived through the massive killing fields of not only the hospitals, but the doctors, the nurses, the government bureaucrats, the media profiting from and cheerleading the censorship that also increased and led to the needless deaths of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people.
2: Yeah, um, I go over, uh, you're right. Uh, I go over it in my book. The the incentives um, were uh, to um, over-report COVID in the hospitals was 20% more money. Uh, The incentive for the NIH We find out <coughs> from a freedom of excuse me, from a freedom of information request uh, <coughs> act request <coughs> that they're receiving royalties. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so <coughs> there <are coughs> about fifteen hundred people in this the NIH of receive royalties throat, for wife. the drugs they're supposed to approve.
0: Todd, you got some of this to spray in your throat, some sovereign
2: silver or something? Right. i i have some colloidal silver all right but i have sinus problems so everything drains down my throat and i have to clear my throat oh, i understand so, i just
0: want to get you, uh, so you clear. all right god look i am so grateful that you did this book and that you're willing not only to well obviously put it up on amazon for those that get stuff there if you want to support it but that you've made it available for free download hijacked on flight COVID 19 um, this is yeah, a book that um, is if it's, I again, could you just, said very, go ahead.
2: Oh, oh, and I appreciate you uh, putting the book up there. Yeah. Um, but please uh, buy the book or download it from Robert Scott Bell's website. Uh, the PDF, give it to your family so they don't feel like there's nothing they can do to help uh, fight COVID because there is you can you can uh, build up your natural immune system to fight covid and you can do certain things if you're you get covid but right now i want to emphasize that omicron presents like a common cold now the people who've gotten a vaccine and gotten booster after booster they're <coughs> having the worst outcomes now it's not a pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's a pandemic of the vaccinated because they're the mm. ones that ended up in the hospital now. Yeah, um, and the variants that are coming out, the the COVID variants are coming out of the vaccinated population. So if we never stop vaccinating and boosting. We're never never going to get out of this pandemic because we're creating new variants.
0: Yeah. We're creating the very disease we're pretending to prevent. And that's absolutely the way modern medicine has flowed. Even though I know good doctors within it didn't realize it may still not realize it, but eventually they'll wake up in this life or the next and realize the error of their ways and uh, come on board and uh, listen to the Robert Scott Bell show and all the docs and great people, including Todd Smith that we have on from time to time to reveal more of these truths and, Todd, God bless you, my friend, and uh, anything I can do to help you, let me know, but we've got the link to the book up as a PDF for free in, in the show notes today at robertscoutbell.com, September 28th edition, 2022. Todd, anything else real quick before I let you go? Uh,
2: uh Well, thank you for letting me on the show. Uh, please, uh, I, the audience, I just want them to know there's natural ways you can prevent, or not absolutely prevent, but can build your immune system to fight COVID 19. You don't have to be afraid of it. Um, we can get through this if you just have the information. Uh, please get the book, um, download it if you don't want the hardcover or the hard copy uh, so you know what's happened to us because this stuff was done to us intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't. Uh, just a poor response. It was all intentional. They blocked early treatment where hundreds of thousands of people died here in the USA because they weren't given the early treatment drugs. Yeah. Um,
0: no, this is a criminal enterprise, Todd. You're right. And criminal intent. And I know a lot of people were swept up and were wholly ignorant or in an unholy way, ignorant of it. But uh, I think this book is an appeal to those folks as well to see the error. Uh, that was made for those that made the air others. Again, for those who had the intent should the, the, the most weight of, of justice should fall on them, of course. But those who have woken up whenever you have, you're welcome here. The water's warm, non-toxic. There's no, well, let's just say it. There's no remdesivir here, not on the Robert Scott Bell show. Todd Smith, God bless you. Yeah. Thank you for doing what you've done and making that book available for free to the audience here. And please everybody share it.
2: Yeah. Um, thanks again, Robert, for having me on and, uh, uh Got it. I just uh, hope everybody's safe.
0: Yeah, me as well. You as well. Thank you, Todd Smith. I appreciate it. There's uh, some more good news that we've gotten from the Alliance for Natural Health USA, besides the good news that Todd brings in his revealing book that you can share for free. Um, there's a major supplement victory being reported by the Alliance for Natural Health US. Remember, we've talked about Dick the Turban Durbin, the guy that never met a supplement. He didn't want to ban. Uh, we talked about uh, him trying to include it in a congressional authorization of reauthorization of FDA user fees, etc. And uh, it looks like the latest edition of this is not going to include the mandatory product listing for supplements, which would have really destroyed a lot of the supplement industry. It certainly, would stifle any innovation and new products coming to market. But it would hamper and harm all of those companies and all of you that use supplements uh, to have access to them. So keep keep up the pressure and it's not time to quit and lay down and go back to bed because well we've seen what happens when we sleep on on freedom when we could fall asleep on the constitutional limitations on government it's not the constitution that limits the government it's the people's willingness to hold them and their feet to the fire and bind them down with the chains of that constitution is it too late i don't know as long as i'm breathing it's not too late how about you and of course, just another announcement, if you are if you haven't heard us in the last week or so, big news, Jonathan E. Moore has established an exploratory committee to run for U.S. Senate in Virginia. If he has enough support, he will run. Uh, by March of 2023, if there's enough support, he will run and he will beat Tim Kaine, the existing U.S. Senator, who I liken to a villain in a Batman movie. So uh, that's something we'll, we'll, we'll see a lot more and hear a lot more about from Jonathan as well. And it, those of you in the various states who want to support his efforts, maybe you want to host a party of some kind, constitutional lawyer Jonathan Emord forms an Emord for Senate Exploratory Committee. We're going to have a big event at the Health Freedom Expo outside of Chicago at Tinley Park. And others of our friends are probably going to be hosting parties in support of his candidacy. And that includes uh, my friend Casey Krejci from Living Fuel down in the Orlando area. We'll talk more about that as well. So that's good news as well, to have someone who can run but can't be bought. And I know that because I've known Jonathan for 20 plus years, and uh, he's been a brother on this journey for a long time and uh, living a principled life as he does. I would much rather have that there. And I know that there are limitations for even a principled man like Ron Paul being in government. What could he do when he was there? Well, what has he done? He's used it as a platform to communicate and educate to a whole group of people, young and old alike, that there's another pathway forward. And one of those pathways is noncompliance, nullification. For those of you who don't know about the 10th Amendment Center, I'll give a shout out to that group, Michael Bolden and his crew at 10thamendmentcenter.com and I would urge you to be a part of that group because that's also a, an educational forum as well to give you options beyond just just, you know, oh, if all I I have to do is pull a lever. It's more than that. Much more than that. And one of those keys to remember. When I say the power to heal is yours, it's true. It's a God's honest truth and I I've, I've learned it myself. What does that mean? Well, it's different for each of us perhaps. But also the power to say no and mean it is yours when people are trying to get you to comply with not only unconstitutional mandates or prohibitions, but things that would enslave you and your children to totalitarian, whether it be medical or otherwise, other forms of tyranny for which if you are an American, you have an opportunity to stop right now. And if you're around the world, wherever you are, I've seen you know, the protests arise and the people are starting to come up like we're seeing with the new prime minister of Italy and I'd encourage you to take take a little bit of energy that you're now producing because you do the things we talk about here and put that to good use in establishing the terrain where liberty is what flourishes, not tyranny, because it's not going to happen from above down to below. It's going to happen because you live differently based on the beliefs that you've uncovered in your own experience or maybe things you've learned here as well. I'm grateful that we have this opportunity to be here. I'm once again grateful for Todd Smith this hour. And we're going to take a pause, an educational pause at the top of the hour. And if I am able to still stand up today, maybe I'll sit down in hour two. Ty Bollinger will join us as we go outside the box on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where I simply remind you that the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott Pelosius. alert, alert, alert. If you're not aware, we are going to do a cardio miracle webinar this very day. I think it will be at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. That's right. Mind Your Health with our good buddy John Hewlett. He wasn't at the last one. Super Don and I raised a ruckus. He's going to be here today. He better be. We love John. And uh, also g- learned that John Hewlett is going to join us at the Health Freedom Expo. In fact, I was talking with Julie Whitman Klein at Trinity Health Freedom Expo, and uh, John and I are going to do a presentation on Sunday at the expo. In addition to my lecture on Saturday and all the other things I do there, so that's going to be awesome. And our buddy Paul Bertero is going to be there as well. Ty and Charlene Bollinger are going to be there. And by the way, I think we're we're booking a, a hydrogen webinar for October the eleventh. So if you're not already getting the newsletter, Super Don will get you the alert if you just sign up. RSB text RSB to two two eight two eight. Text RSB to two two eight Two eight, and you'll be part of the newsletter right away, uh, or you could just come on over to robertscottbell.com sign up there. But tomorrow also, we have our AMA for our, uh, our supporters that are very extraordinarily overt in terms of their support for the Robert Scott Bell Show. Patron supporters, we do our Ask Me Anything once a month. We had to bump it by a day, and we apologize for everybody that planned on being there today. But you can join us on the Cardio Miracle webinar today. That's cool. Uh, but tomorrow will be our AMA. That'll be at four o'clock pacific seven o'clock eastern time and all kinds of fun things we do it'll be via zoom and if you miss it we'll have it available as a video feed that you can you know exclusively watch so thank you for your support there and thanks to all the sponsors that make it possible for us to give away all kinds of goodies uh when we do our uh, uh like what do you call those trivia questions super don comes up with in fact uh ramdon from scotland won a robert scott bell show hat And he hasn't gotten it yet. I know it takes a while to get there, Aram, if you're watching. But it's on the way as well. Lots of cool stuff happening. Now, this hour, my good buddy decides to show up for not work, for play. Because that's what it is when we get together. We play. We have a good time. You might have heard of him from The Truth About Cancer. Ty Bollinger. There's less of him to go around, but boy, is it lovable. TMB, my brother, it was so good to hang out with you this weekend. Except that I looked at my own biceps and I felt inadequate.
3: RSB, it's good to see you again, man. it's, uh, it's been a while. And, and well, your biceps are smaller than mine, so that's why you felt inadequate. But no, you're you're uh you've got good sized arms actually now. You've you've done well the last year as you've begun to work out. You've you really thickened up some. So thank you. Thank you. I'll take nice.
0: it. I'll take it. Nice,
3: I'll take nice. it. Nice. I'm not Ty, saying I you're, had... I'm not saying you're in danger of winning any bodybuilding contest, but <laughs> please you, don't. You have put on some muscle though this year for sure.
0: Yes. And Ty, it was funny. Somebody Uh, One of the people that was there sent me a message after the US Health Freedom Congress and said, is Ty all right? He's lost a lot of weight. Is he okay? I said, yeah, he's okay. This is just what happens when you eat less and you have hernia surgery. You're going to lose weight. But again, you were like ripped. I wasn't the only one ripped that was there. But I'm looking at you. I'm going, dude, that's awesome. And now maybe I can pick you up next time when you go over on stage.
3: (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe that'll be the plan. Maybe they'll do. If they do, though, I'm gonna make sure I eat a lot beforehand, so I gain a lot of weight. <laughs> so it'll be a lot harder for you. But hey, real quick before we yep. start the show, so Charity cooked some homemade rolls today, and I want her to show you. Come here, get in the picture. Here yeah, here. here we go.
0: Oh my gosh, Charity, go full screen on that, Super Don. I want to see those up close. There you go. Yeah, I got them
3: now. Oh my gosh. Up. Okay. So as you can see, they're you describe. They're beautiful. Them yes, I cooked them with string around them, so now they're shaped like pumpkins.
0: Look at how did you learn to do that? I don't know how to do that.
2: I actually saw it on a cooking show.
0: (laughs) Charity, Nicely done. All right. When you save me one, I'll be be over. I'm going to fly out and see you guys. Charity. (laughs) That's awesome.
3: All right. I'm going to get off the show, Charity.
0: Okay. Okay. You eat enough of those TMB. You'll be big and strong again.
3: I'll I'll be big and strong again. Yeah. A couple people at the, at the, the conference this weekend actually remarked about, wow,
0: you're so thin. And,
3: I'm really not thin. No,
0: I I Um, think you were absolutely ripped and not thin in a, in a way, because people are used to seeing you a lot bigger over the last few years.
3: But yeah, the last, the last few years I was a little overweight. I mean, I was chunky and didn't, and I didn't realize it actually. I think I told you a story, you know, I, a year ago I uh, spoke at the July 4th Freedom Independence Day Conference at Greg Locke's church here in Nashville Mm-hmm. And the next day after July 4th, 2021, I saw the video and I, and I looked at myself and I, I thought to myself, you look like a fat boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, did, I just felt like I looked overweight and I was. So um, I just started cleaning up my diet. I, I really went on a calorie restricted diet, uh, you know, eat, still eating clean foods, organic meats mm-hmm. and vegetables with just lower calorie and lower quantity. And over the course of the next, what, it's been 15 months. Mm hmm. So yeah, I was I, I I literally I was I was at two sixty five July fourth. Wow. I'm at one ninety three today. So dude, I, I'm I, telling I, you, like what, probably 60, 60, more what? what no, I, I,
0: that's a lot, no, but 70, more or less, I think. yeah. I, I'm just trying to assess. Maybe were you there in college or high school that that weight? How long ago?
3: You know, in in, in college when I was heavier, I was more muscular than I than I was when I'm older. Yeah. But I mean, I when I would compete, I would compete in bodybuilding shows at like 210, 215. But in the off-season, I'd get up to 260, 270. Wow. But but it was a different composition than the recent 265 sure. that I was at. So, yeah. And then, by the way, that's terrible, math. I've actually lost 72 pounds. 265 that's amazing. to 193 is 72 pounds. I'm ashamed. You lost half of me. You
0: lost half of me.
3: I've lost half of RSB. So, I've lost R- RSB.
0: RSLBS, <laughs> RS.
3: But anyway, you know, I feel a lot better. I feel, I'm, I, and honestly, I'm just as strong as I was at 265. I've yeah. just lost a heck of a lot of, you know, useless fat, basically. <laughs> so this is, you know, I. It's not rocket science what I did. There's there's fad diets and there's this you should eat keto. You should. do. The bottom line is, and that works for a lot of people. But the the mm-hmm. the actual scientific principles of it are that if you burn more than you intake, you lose weight, and that's basically mm-hmm. what I did over the last year. Is I exercised a lot and I burned more calories than I took in.
0: Yeah. You took the stored calories and used them. Yeah. And yeah. You were so, pounding lots of roughage this weekend. We were together and thank goodness, Diane yeah. Miller and the crew at the U S health freedom Congress made sure we had good organic food to eat. They did. We were piling on some salad, man. We it were was great. eating well, the You know,
3: that that's just a real good principle for people that, that want to eat healthy. Um, but maybe drop a few pounds is eat High calorie or high nutrient, low calorie vegetables like salads, spinach, peppers, cucumbers, tomatoes. All of the vegetables that are in salads, m- almost all of them are very, very high nutrition and low cal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you throw that on top of you know a, a bed of greens that's very low cal but still you know organic and high nutrient. You can get a lot of nutrition from those salads, and you can and you can eat a salad and chew on it for a long time. You know it's very satisfying, especially. If you put on some organic chicken or fish or something on top, it's a great, it's Mm -hmm. a great meal, but where people get into trouble with salads is they'll dump the toppings. Mm -hmm. They'll dump on top of it might turn a 400 calorie, really healthy salad into a thousand calorie, really unhealthy salad with a bunch of hydrogenated oils on it and other stuff that you put on your salad. That's not good for you. So Mm -hmm. that's the key with salads. I found is just, you know. Use don't use the the high calorie crappy dressings. That's where yeah. you get into trouble.
0: See, I usually take a leaf of lettuce, mm-hmm. and then I take a like a big old glass of uh, dressing and uh, fill it up. And I take that mm-hmm. leaf and I then I chug it down with a big glass of salad dressing.
3: You know, <laughs> you say that and and jest, and I I get the jest. But I've seen some people, yes, like at salad bars, yeah, that yeah. use so much dressing. You're like I can't even see the salad. Where'd
0: the salad go? Yeah, I yeah.
3: Know. Crazy. And that's where people—that's where the calories come from, and that's where a lot of the unhealthy stuff is, is in the dressing,
0: not in the vegetables. Right. So, uh, briefly, the U.S. Health Freedom Congress—that was the first one that you went to—and it's—it's yeah. a, it's a different kind of conference than you know the kind of thing we do at the Truth About Cancer or other conferences with big old booths and and, and exhibitors and you know pro- focus on supplements or then it was really about the the freedom not only the message but the strategies the successes the failures and talking about you know mm-hmm. what are our goals how can we accomplish them and uh you know i think sharing very practical and pragmatic tips based on our experiences uh, i think that uh it's not again people don't know till they go there what happens there but i thought we really had a great time and a lot of people learned a lot
3: yeah we had a, had a great time as well really glad to be there um it's good venue. You know, it was, uh, it was a good setup. The hotel was there except for the last day we, we, our plane got, our flight got pushed back. So we had, we were there at the hotel almost all day. They closed the restaurant. They closed everything that at, at noon on Sunday.
0: Oh my so, gosh.
3: Like, you know, I wanted to go down there and, and, uh, get a salad and watch football games or something. And just to kill the time. Couldn't do and it. Everything was closed. Yeah. Okay. anything like that.
0: So we were it for that weekend. Course, the U.S. We were it. Congress, we were it. but it was I a great down.
3: conference. I thought the conference itself was was fantastic, and Julie did a great job.
0: I went down out on that Sunday before I had to fly out, and it's funny when I went to the airport, I sent a picture. Uh, Tom Lokensgard and his wife were mm-hmm. there at of all <clears> places because he wasn't with us at the Congress, but apparently he's taking care of the his parents up there, and yeah. uh, it was just a nice thing to see them. Not, a friend suddenly, hey, Robert Scobell, like I'm in the airport. Who's here? Who's here? And it was uh, Doctor Lokensgard. Yeah. Uh,
3: The funny thing was before we went up there, uh, Charlene had talked to Tom and he had, she had told him we were speaking there and he said, he's like, wow, I'm going to Minneapolis the same weekend. And so he was, he was, I think he was up there looking to find someone, you know, like us or you or somebody that was there in the airport. So that was cool that he found you.
0: Yeah, no. And you were flying out through uh, the other, uh, I guess terminal, but it was great. And before that, my, my, one of my best friends, Shelly, who, uh, uh, well, she came and got me and we went to this o- Olivia's organic cafe in Burnsville, about 15 minutes from where we were staying below the airport. And oh, I had most amazing organic <laughs> breakfast just to, to kind of launch out from there. And, uh, I, you know, I, you know how I am. I find them wherever we go. I find the place we can go and enjoy a great meal. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. You, you, you do, you, you, you always find the places with me. I'm not quite as dedicated as rsp i'm like i'm just gonna grab a salad downstairs and go watch some football and robert's like no there's 22 minutes away there's an organic this this and we got to go there and like okay yes. all right but you do a well, good job finding the places
0: now i know all i have to do is come to your house and get some amazing <clears throat> organic beautiful rolls that uh charity is making man she's growing up so mature i can't can't keep up with these kids
3: i know man she is she's growing just uh just loving life and enjoying her dancing and her cooking and the horses, so yeah, we're we're thankful.
0: Oh, it's so nice! It's so nice. Well, speaking of kids, uh, this article that opens this hour. Now that we're like uh, almost twenty minutes into it, but that's it. We catch up and we do our our thing on the show here. There's a oh, yeah. new study supporting the conclusion of the retracted 2020 study, showing that guess what? Kids who are not jabbed or vaccinated are healthier than kids who are jabbed or vaccinated. And this is a study by our friend Dr. James Limesweiler, who I'll be with in. Pittsburgh, uh, Beaver Falls, on the 22nd of October at the Health Freedom event, thanks to the Health Hut there. And uh, Dr. Jack and Russell Blay- Blaylock, who you bo- we both know and they're friends, and Dr. Paul Thomas um, worked on this study. And it's just only being validated more and more what's obvious.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, interesting you mentioned Dr. Blaylock. Um, I didn't know he'd worked on this study, actually, but just did an interview with, with Russell yesterday for propaganda exposed i was telling you this over the weekend in minneapolis that we were going to do this so you're not surprised but i'm just telling the audience you know we i did interview dr uh, russell blaylock yesterday to be in the upcoming additional episode of propaganda exposed episode nine and then also he's going to be weaved in throughout the first eight episodes as well i'm pretty much remastering everything so um that that's coming but russell gave a fantastic interview. And you know, you know Dr. Blaylock, like if you've seen him, oh yeah, you know what a good interview he is and how knowledgeable he is on the different topics and how he's able to articulate it. So really, I'm in the middle of cutting that. I've been working all day cutting his interview, and I'm still only two-thirds of the way through because he says so much good stuff. Yeah. It's like, what do I what do I not include?
0: Exactly. How do you cut anything out? Yeah. But this this article and the 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 more scientific uh-huh. validation to what should be apparent to anybody uh-huh. with eyes to see in integrity to look at uh, whether it be data or just observe the healthiest kids I've met around the world on people now in general are the least vaccinated or not vaccinated at all. And and it's just so obvious. And and again, these studies have kind of put, uh, let's say a validated reality in terms of peer reviewed publication, and they are desperate to stop this kind of information from getting out because all of this attention at stopping so-called disease or infection manifestation came at the cost of what development of chronic diseases that never before existed in young people ever. And maybe in old people, if they were here long enough, but even that we could prevent. But the reality is this is a religion. It's a cult like devotion to the needle, the shot that is not a bringer of life, but a bringer of decay, degeneration, chronicity, and ultimately death.
3: Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that Dr. Blaylock mentioned yesterday was he mentioned the number 800 athletes have died. This this last 18 months. So and Russell's not one to make up stuff out of, you know, just hit and pull numbers out of thin air. So I'm going to be looking for that number because that's a lot of people to die that are healthy. Like, you know, one of the things that was mentioned is that, you know, like professional athletes before, whether it's soccer and or football or baseball, any of the major sports, basketball, they're going to be given thorough physicals and they're going to be their hearts are going to be checked before they're given the okay to play. Because those guys are making a gazillion dollars and they're not going to let them play if they're in danger that day because it might kill their investment. Right. Not literally kill, but unfortunately, some of them are dying. But they've got to have healthy hearts. But we've seen 800 professional athletes here in the last year and a half dropping dead that they've been cleared by the physicians, but they're dropping dead. What's causing it? And no one outside of us is saying it's got to be the vaccines. But that's, I think that's why so many people are waking up to the vaccines because there's, it's the increase in deaths is so dramatic. These last year, this last year and a half, everybody's noticing somebody. I'm on a, a, a telegram channel called, uh, died suddenly. And every day we get dozens of different articles sent from all over the world of somebody that died suddenly. And we're not talking about 82 year olds dying. Suddenly we're talking about 22 year olds dying. suddenly, 32 year olds, 12 year olds. It's insane people are dropping dead
0: well every time world they try the to every time they try to censor a discussion acknowledgement a recognition of what we're observing and what many people here in this audience already know uh, it, it becomes easier believe it or not not harder to find the information because it becomes so apparent that there's an agenda to stop any of this from getting out and you know we're looking at something that I've been shouting out about for many decades. And you have, you know, with the the vaccines, uh truth about vaccines was amazing. That got a lot of this out, but it, of course it also harmed your ability to reach people because that was like the third rail, as I've talked about medical politics. If you tackle vaccines head, I mean, they sort of tolerated the truth about cancer. They weren't happy about it, but yeah. then you attacked their sacred cow, right? Yeah. Vaccines. And suddenly you saw the rise of censorship, even before COVID the attacks on your ability to reach people, which, you know, that means that was what was probably most important to them. And this was again, before EUA, MRNA injections.
3: Yeah. And well, you know, it's clearly, uh, the most important thing for the other side is to censor information is to stop the spread of truth because they're all about lies. You know, everything that they have, their whole position is based on lies. Well, they're trying to stop the truth, and that's why they censor us. That's why they've been censoring us. But, and I think we talked this weekend about those recent emails that were released under FOIA requests, because Missouri and I think Louisiana are suing the government as well as some social media companies. Didn't we talk about that, Robert?
0: Well, we did this this weekend, and, and the reality is, what's coming out is a clarity in terms of how this censorship has occurred because the claims are, well, Facebook and Twitter and all these are private entities. They get to decide what gets on their platform so that the government could deny it had any impact on their censoring, not just deciding what goes on their platforms. And these emails are showing direct communication between government officials, elected officials and unelected bureaucrats to cause these companies to realize that if they didn't quote unquote play ball with the government, that there would be repercussions. So we're seeing now evidence of collusion with pure outright violations of the first amendment to the constitution, which cannot be explained away by the government. It's not these private entities deciding it's the government and people in it influencing these private semi-private organizations to do the censoring.
3: Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Great summary of of the, of the recently released emails. An interesting thing that you that I noticed when reading through the emails was um, when the the social media employee typically it was usually Facebook and the ones that I read through, but I think they have others. They would uh, approach the government agent or whatever, whether it was with HHS or White House. They would say things like, "We think you'll be really pleased with the the things that we've done the last two days to uh, meet you know th- your censorship needs." So literally, they, they were they were telling the government agent we think you'll be really happy with what we've done to obey what you've been telling us to do to censor these people. It was, it was, it blew me away. So there's definitely government collusion. It looks like the government was directing them all along and they were just obeying. So, and, and I counted the number of times just on the limited communications that I read that the disinformation doesn't was literally uh, mentioned, you know, in that context, as you know, the, the disinformation does in this group of people at least six times they mentioned us in direct communications with White House or HHS, you know, saying we've done this or this or this to censor the disinformation dozen, and we plan on doing this, and we've taken down you know, 39 pages and 22 groups and so forth. They went into detail as to what they had done to censor us.
0: So yeah, uh, I, yeah. I was astonished, and I brought that up at the Congress when we mm-hmm. were talking. It's like, just think about this. United States of America, most powerful nation in the history of the world, 300 and whatever, 20, 40, 50 million people. And the White House is talking about Ty and Charlene Bollinger as a great danger. I I, I'm like, think about that. It's like, wh- what is going on here? How bizarre is that? What does it tell you about <laughs> what they perceive to be the danger? Those of you who recognize that the pharmaceutical church the death <clears throat> cult owns and controls our government and is more dangerous than the military industrial complex in reality, and that they're they're. They're threats against you or others or me to censor us because we're dangerous for pointing out that there are other ways to take care of our health and our immune system. It's like you think that any country would like we want healthier people. No, America and many of the Western style democracies want people that are obedient to pharmaceutical mandates or prohibitions. Even though they don't, you know, couch them that way, but the reality is, these regulators, regulating bodies, public health officials, the media that is uh, basically conspiring okay. with them <clears throat> is designed what to make obedient, not people obedient to what we call a constitution, which is supposedly the government obedient to that, not the people. The people who had freedom, but to literally make the people just subservient to whatever it is the oligarchy tells them they must do or prohibits them from doing.
3: Yeah, it is really about, it's about slave training, honestly. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so funny that they, they would say we're dangerous because we want truth and freedom. But, I mean, hey, we're, we're the new domestic terrorists, apparently. We look very dangerous. The only thing I'm dangerous about is if you ask me for fashion advice, you can see that. Be, <laughs>
0: yes, that's you and know, me both, buddy. Like, don't go to Ty or, or Robert for fashion advice. Go to Super Don. He's the, he's the fashionista among us. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know if he's painted. He's probably snoring at this point, but I just that bring him into. Don, <laughs> no,
3: Don, are you still awake, man?
0: Yeah. Oh, I think I see him. Let's I talk. No, laddie. I heard you. All right. Look at that fashion statement, Don. That's right. Around. Heck yeah. That ponytail. Good lord, is it long?
3: Look at the mane on
1: that boy. <laughs> he needs to let his hair down and be the rock star. Did you notice did. though? I, I cut because you were feeling so insecure. Yes. I did cut the uh, the, the beard off.
0: Right, he was like, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your beard. It was so long. It was getting really scary. A
1: lot of children so you, were, were you, commenting.
3: You suggested he cut it, Robert?
0: Yes, the chin stuff.
1: It was probably, it was probably down to down about here. I mean, his yeah. grandkids
0: could use it like for practicing climbing a pole. I mean, that's how bad it was getting. So long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't exaggerate much, do you? Not at, not at all. No. Not at so all. Oh, my gosh.
0: So, how's it going, Super D? We hadn't heard from
3: you this time. Stop exaggerating.
1: Yes. (laughs) How's it going?
0: Yeah, man. We hadn't heard from you all day. Well, actually, a little bit in the first hour, but that was it. It was like, I'm the one that's supposed to be leaning on both Ty and you today, and here I go again. You can't shut me up. I just, I'm I'm obnoxious, I think the word is.
1: Well, it's not like there isn't stuff to talk about.
0: Okay. Nobody rushed to my defense.
3: You're not obnoxious, Robert. You just go ahead and speak. Talk. Oh, sure. We love, we love listening to your
0: soliloquies.
1: I had to prompt him to say that. Did Come you know How that? could you not? How could you not want to talk about? It? Man, I got you some gold nuggets of stories yeah. here for today.
0: Oh,
3: you've got to talk about stories.
0: Oh yeah. Study trying to see if childhood vaccines and asthma are linked. Federally, f- this is how did this get get funded? Federally funded study has found a possible link between aluminum or aluminium for our British uh, listeners and persistent asthma so remember the censorship of dr christopher Exley for talking about aluminum as it relates to brain autism alzheimer's etc how did this see the light of day i don't understand this
3: yeah this is interesting um but it says you know a study what okay they try to see if the vaccines and asthma are linked so what does that mean it means we already know that we already know that that certain ingredients cause that will go to the lungs. We already know that mm-hmm. we already know that there's certain ingredients that go to the brain. I mean, so it's like, here's a study that's going to determine, I mean, that we already know all this stuff. I mean, it, I guess it's good that there's a study, but when do the studies actually produce something that they act
0: on is my well, question and read what they go to or who they go to, to talk about it. Super Don, did you see this? <sighs> Dr. Offit, the guy oh, there that there Offit
1: no. right now, I think is just, he's hating life. He's really hating life because it's like I, I, I've i just seen his name all over the place now by people going, look, see, Paul Offit, even he says we should wait and we should get more information before you get the booster. That, you know, that it's not fair for people to take a risk on, on getting the booster. He's just he's just I'm sure he's just really hating life right now because people like like us. I Ty, did you hear about this? We invited Paul Offit to be on the show.
3: Yeah, I was there, uh, let's see, this weekend, and Robert showed me the email.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, thanks. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And we told Steve Kirsch about it. He was all over it. I don't know if he's going to use it, but it says that Offit, relating to this uh, aluminum uh, vaccine linked to asthma, says he's worried that the flawed study would needlessly scare some families away from proven vaccines. Well, how about, you know, fully informed consent that a parent could make an informed decision that, hey, apparently there may be a risk between these shots and asthma, and I will, uh, I will make a decision based on my cost-benefit ratio, not yours, Dr. Paul Offit. So they're trying to trash this study at all costs because anything that might bring what, what they call hesitancy into the mix yeah. uh, is something that has to be avoided. But they did it to themselves with COVID jabs. Now, instead of 3% at best, we've got 30% or more that are hesitant about one or many or some all vaccines now, thanks to the COVID jot push.
3: Yeah, it's amazing how many people, I was reading that 98% of people have not taken the, the this next round of boosters that they've been recommended. It's something, I mean, something insanely high. I'm like, yeah, go people. Everybody's waking up. It's like people are dropping dead left and right. And we know that it's related to vaccine, most of them. And so do people know as well. I mean, I think that people people are just starting to disengage with the mainstream media because they lie so much. I think the mainstream people are waking up that the mainstream media has been lying to them forever. Mm-hmm. And so anything the media is telling them to do, like take vaccines, like did you see uh, Buffoon, the Biden, talking <laughs> about the storm that's blowing in. And he said the most important thing you can do if you're having a hurricane is get vaccinated.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, get your booster, get vaccinated. Yeah, it's like that
3: makes a lot of sense. Now, if
0: anybody in the body politic, and I don't care, right, left or center, thinks that's sage advice, (coughs) I'm putting a dunce cap on you because that's just embarrassing.
3: Well, that's not the only thing he's done that's embarrassing. I was, my brother, Ron, shout out to Ron as he's watching. Hey, shout out Ron, buddy. But he'll send me, uh, he'll send me like montages, video montages of, of all of Biden's gaffes and like. Each week there's, you know, there's a good couple of minutes of gas of things that he says and he forgets and he stops and he pauses and he stammers and he makes up words. It's incredible. So, I mean, it gives me a good laugh, stimulates that immune system every time I see it.
0: Yeah, well, it's that or crying. And, yeah. you know, we do enough of that. Anyway, if you're just joining us, Ty Bollinger, my buddy, truth about cancer, truth about vaccine, truth about so many things, including the truth about. What was it? Propaganda exposed uncensored edition. Like it wasn't like the first version was unsent was c- censored, but it seems to be a catchy thing to say. And more people will probably learn a lot and a lot more that's added to these episodes and an additional episode. It's coming out around like the first of November.
3: Yeah, first of November. Yeah. And uh yeah, the reason the reason for the uncensored is that not that you're right, not that the first part was censored, mm-hmm. but this part is going to be extremely, even more uncensored because of the recent emails that came out that showed that they were colluding to censor us. It just made us so cautious on the windsay Screw it. This is, we're we're not pulling any punches on this last one. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's uncensored big time. No,
0: well, we're looking um, forward to that. Of course, Ty will get us the information to send out to you via the newsletter. Mm-hmm. And we'll have announcements here so you can sign up and be part of it and share the link so that others can watch it. Typically you have a a nightly every 24 hour cycle through each episode Mm -hmm. and a replay weekend. And then you have the opportunity to support the mission further by buying access to that and even sometimes sharing it. So I just want to get people ready for that. If you miss propaganda, expose the first round additional episode or more. In fact, you've said that you're going to increase what's in each episode to some degree with Russell Blaylock and others. And there's going to be an amazing array of information that that we didn't see the first time
3: there is it's it's actually going to be basically like a new docuseries because we got so many new interviews this last time whether wait, let me try to go through the list so mm-hmm. you just yesterday we got dr russell playlock dr leland stillman that we met up there leland right? stillman
0: yeah a frontline doctor he was a cool guy i'm yeah. like yeah. i i enjoyed him thoroughly we had him on the show as well and man Fair there's enough. nothing i can say other than Good, good sure. on you, Leland, because he did not fall for the propaganda the Flexner Report Medical School indoctrination, yeah. I have to say. Yeah,
3: he did not. Young, young, uh, you know, really uh, natural, focused medical doctor, integrative physician, just great interview. But then I also got an interview with Patrick Wood, Citizens for Free Speech. And then we also got Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, Stu Peters, Sean Stone, Issa Morales, Dr. Ro- um, said Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Brian Artis. Yeah. So anyway, another 10 interviews. And so all of those interviews are going to be they're going to make up episode nine, which is really going to blow people away. But then I'm cutting them back into episodes one through eight as well, because the interviews were you mean all those interviews in one episode would be like seven hours long. So I've got to put some of that and putting it back into what we've already covered. So bottom line, all nine episodes now are going to be new. The nine one ninth will be totally new, but one to eight is going to have a lot of new information in it.
0: Hmm. Oh man, this is uh like I said I'm excited for it. Every time we see something like this, we learn more. You you do a lot of work behind the scenes putting this yeah. together. Yeah, it's a lot uh, of
3: work. If if yeah. no if you haven't ever made a movie or produced something like that, it's a lot of work.
0: So it's amazing. Absolutely that's amazing. Doing,
3: that's what I'm doing from now till November 1st, baby.
0: <laughs> Keep it up, fuzzball. All right. What <laughs> else we got? Hey, uh, Super Don, we want to say thanks to our friends at Orange Guard. I, I didn't mention them. I, I know it's transition season. <laughs> going into the fall season people are wrapping up some of their gardens depending on where you are maybe you have planted your fall garden maybe you got your greenhouse started or maybe you know things are getting indoors because it's getting colder outdoors in any case if you deal with ants and roaches in a toxic way that'll harm your kids and your pets and you how about delimit from the orange peel orange guard this is nature's or nature's god's pesticide and it will not poison your kids or your pets this is such an important thing to consider when a lot of people are living and thinking natural but still using toxic poisons in their home you can use it around your garden around your kitchen and food and everything and when you get your orange guard either from a local ace hardware or whole foods or directly by ordering it at orangeguard.com please take a picture with the bottle send it into super non we're going to be doing a giveaway sometime in october uh, and i'd love for you to take part in that right now the odds are really strong everybody will win something because there's so few people that have done this. Don't be bashful. Take a picture with your orange guard, send it into super Don, ask RSB at Gmail, ask RSB at Gmail. And uh, we'll include you in the collage and then giveaway. So there you go. And you're wearing like orange guard shirt today. It's all, is that orange? Am I seeing that right? Yeah, it's
3: orange, man. Like I said, you you don't want me to, to produce the truth about fashion, man. It would, it would not, <laughs> it would not be a blockbuster.
0: That would be a great spoof. The Truth About Fashion, starring Ty Bollinger, RSB, and Super D. Oh, what a disaster that would be.
3: It, it, well, you know, it depends on how much of a spoof. I mean, people like spoofs, you know. The <laughs> airplane movies were kind of spoofs. So, you know, sometimes people like that kind of stuff. It's good humor. That's true. That's true. So especially do you, if we were at it. I mean, it'd be funny.
0: Yeah, it would be. Do you want to share anything about your article uh, that it, it's titled Countering Common Cancer Conspiracies? You're so good with the alliterations.
3: Yeah, it's, that's an old one there. I think we republished it, but it's basically that's an excerpt from Cancer Step Outside the Box. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first book that I wrote on cancer 16 years ago now. But um, there's there's one there's a couple of paragraphs in there. Let me read it to you because mm-hmm. it's just straight from the book. But this is this kind of sums up what the article is about. So I said uh, in the article, it says, as a, as a matter of fact, the cancer industry led by their mafia dons has waged another war than the typical war on cancer that we think about that Johnson waged. This is a war against those who advocate the use of alternative cancer treatments. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there, there you go. You got it right there. Yeah, that's where I'm at. OK. At the root of this new war is the almighty dollar. The truth is that since convenient conventional treatments pay the best, they are touted as the most effective treatments it's all about the economics of cancer not finding a cure being a cpa this is back when i was a cpa when i wrote the book when i was practicing in texas i tend to look at things from an economic perspective and i must tell you that from an economic perspective the cancer industry has the perfect business model now this is what you need to take away from this article here folks big pharma and the other chemical companies make huge profits from selling carcinogenic chemicals that are dumped oftentimes intentionally into our food water and air then they make even more profits by manufacturing and selling expensive, ineffective, toxic drugs to treat the cancers and other diseases caused by their own products. Then in baseball lingo, they complete the triple play by selling additional drugs to make the side effects, to treat, to treat the side effects or make them more bearable. OK, make mm-hmm. the side effects of the primary drugs more bearable. In business lingo, the cancer industry is sitting on a cash cow. Unfortunately, this cash cow is a scam at the expense of the cancer patients. That is the summation of the article.
0: Yeah. And it's it's just as accurate today as it was when you wrote it. Not a lot has changed, has it, other than maybe, maybe, and I think it's true, more people than ever seeking out treatments that don't involve chemo, radiation, or surgery for their cancers, despite all the obstacles, censorship, and prohibitions.
3: Yeah, I think the only thing that's changed since this article, or since I wrote the book back in 2006, is if you were to read the the summation of this article to a hundred people back then over 50 of them would have said that that's nonsense.
0: Yeah. Right
3: now I bet 75% people, 75 of them would say, yeah, I believe that totally. So Mm -hmm. I think the big difference is the perspective on it now has changed so much. People have waked up Mm -hmm. to the, to the cancer conspiracy, the conspiracies that are happening, the, on all other levels, the, the desire of the elites to try to control us, to Mm -hmm. make, do stupid things to see who's a a willing slave. That's one of the things Dr. Blaylock said yesterday was mm-hmm. that he believes that the masks, because the masks didn't work, they were actually way worse for you and can cause brain damage and so forth. He went over all the statistics, but he, he thinks that they were used to for, for those that are watching our reaction to see who would obey stupid orders. Yeah. To who you know, because there was no science to say to wear a mask. Yeah. And he thinks that was kind of part of a, like a, I don't know, an experiment to see mm-hmm. who would, who would yeah. obey.
0: I think so. You know, I think about um, mm-hmm. obedience and disobedience. You know, I talk about disobedience to uh, uh, an unconstitutional government may be closer, closer aligned with obedience to God. I'm not saying it's that definitive all the time, but I'm just the concept of when you see something that your government does that you know violates your fundamental principles of right and wrong, Do you comply because they say you have to, or do you stand up based on principle and say, no, this is wrong. Whether you believe it to be ungodly or however you'd perceive it. Now it's interesting. Remember we we used to be able to go up to Canada every year for the uh, total health Canada show. We had a great time. We were very well received in Canada. We loved the the folks that came out to see us and we got to talk lecture and, you know, even engage in some controversial discussions. Uh, A lot of times there was bad press about the visits that we made, but, We did it until, of course, now Canada got shut down, mandatory jabs. If you got there, you had to be jabbed. You have to be tested. You have to be uh, sequestered or isolated. Well, apparently that's changing. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll be able to get back to Canada. Uh, But a Calgary doctor, I think his (laughs) name is Karen. It's practically, it's Dr. David Keegan, David Karen.
3: David Keegan, Karen.
0: Yeah. He's filed a human rights complaint over the removal of the airplane mask mandates. He's upset, and it's, he says it's a human rights violation that they're letting people breathe on an airplane without a mask.
3: We can't have too much freedom. Yeah. We can't let them breathe. Wow, this Come guy! Up. This guy! What? Oh man!
2: I got a, you. Don't you don't, want, you don't don't want to
3: hear my opinion on this dude? You got too much estrogen, maybe? maybe? Yeah, lay off the soy, boy. Yeah. Um, but here's the deal. So Dr. Daryl Wolf, right? He's down in Mexico, but he's gone back to Canada a couple of times. And I'm, I'm so proud of Daryl because they are so draconian. You know, until it looks like October 1st, thank God. That that'd be yeah. great to have all these mandates removed. But yeah, you know, you had to be have a certain app downloaded on your phone that showed your testing status and your vaccine status. I mean, they were crazy draconian. And Daryl would go back and wouldn't comply with any of it, and he'd film himself. And it sometimes took an hour, hour and a half for him to get through. But finally, they would always release him and let him into Canada without doing anything that they were, he was told that he had to do. Yeah. Um, so I'm really proud of Daryl for that. But anyway, hopefully as of October 1st, that won't be necessary anymore unless, you know, Dr. K- David Karen Keegan, sorry. Yeah. Keegan, yeah. If he gets his way, then I guess you're right. going to have to continue restricting your flow of oxygen.
0: How embarrassing. If you, if anybody knows this Calgary doctor, don't, I don't, I'm not wishing violence on him. That's not what we do, but dude it's just embarrassing now there we have people like that in the united states as well i'm not saying it's exclusively a canadian thing but i've well, said you know uh, but go ahead
3: he's a perfect example i don't wish any harm on him either but he's a perfect example of the 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 max axiom from the last two years is that it's often thought that the most um let's see the most washed part of the body was the hands okay i want to make sure i get this right but that's yeah. not true The most washed body part was the brain.
0: Yes, correct. And this
3: doctor is a perfect example Mm -hmm. of being brainwashed because there's not a single study that shows masks are effective.
0: None. Amazing that. Wow. Hey, y'all, if you want to be big and strong like Ty Bollinger, TMB or RSB, well, I'm not so big, but a little strong. Ripped, maybe. How about some IGF-1, the deer antler velvet from our friend Christopher Key. He's got the black vaccine police car. He's pretty awesome. Check out that IGF-1. You go to keystolife.shop, uh, use the code BELL, and you're going to get a special deal. It's like buy one, get one. There's a, always a banner up. So if you're not doing that with your workouts, that could help you get to the fitness level and body what you want. Lean muscle mass. Develop that. There it is. You can get a buy one, get one free, and receive 50% off all Neutronics Labs products. And uh, that's a great option as well. I've been utilizing that. And that in, in TMB, as you said, you've noticed that I've actually gained some muscle. It's not just pretend he's not just, you know, blowing proverbial smoke. <clears throat> I have, I've gained muscle mass and uh, I've got 11.9% body fat at this point. And I'm happy with that. I, I'm not like, oh, I want to get under 10. I'm I like, whatever it is, I feel fine, but it's just curious that I've definitely shifted as I've gained muscle mass by measurement as well uh, mm. versus uh, uh, the other things. And so this could be a helpful part of somebody's uh, dietary uh, intent to change their body style or type, so to speak. So good stuff there. Now, Ty, I want to tell you this. This is a good, uh, really, a good news story. This we just learned about this. I think it was yesterday. A big, big, big news for me personally, and my wife and my, our family. As I talk about being principled, living a principled life, mm-hmm. trying not to be a hypocrite. Because Super Don, if I am, he'll mm-hmm. call me out on it. There's no way I can do it with him around, right? Um, but my perspectives and beliefs are mine and mine alone. I don't tell everybody you must believe what I believe. But I have a perspective on numbering people like cattle, I believe that is tantamount to what co- some consider the mark or the mark of the beast. Now, everybody's got a different interpretation of the Bible and revelation and all of that. But my perspective, my belief is that I once I began to learn about the inability to in- engage in commerce without that number, you guys have heard of this called a social security number, I said, enough, done, not giving it to my kids. And when they're old enough, they get to decide, but this is not something I'm going to mark them with. But it's made life a little bit more challenging, admittedly, a little more difficult when you're not easily interacting with the banking system. And so, for years, we've been doing battles since Congress passed uh, an, uh, I think, an unconstitutional act that said in order to get a passport or renew one, you had to have and use a Social Security number. I said, well, what does that have to do with travel, the right to travel, having a passport? Mm-hmm. And so, we've been battling with the State Department for many years. And uh, yesterday, they issued well maybe before that, but we received our renewed, our renewed passports. So, and it was based on our religious beliefs and that we demanded a religious accommodation based on the constitution and even statutes that acknowledge religious freedom as one of the freedoms that we have here, not because we are granted it by government, but it comes prior to government and the constitution, but it took a lot of time and effort and energy and a lot of smart people knocking their heads together to push back enough to make the state department do what we know they are required by law to do. And that is acknowledge people's beliefs and not make them violate those religious or spiritual beliefs in order to do something that the the government tries to claim as a privilege, which we know is a right. So I I thought that's a cool thing to announce today on the air that um, it wasn't easy. It meant a whole lot easier just to roll over and give them what they want. Mm -hmm. But folks, you do that. You're part of, the the, let's say the enabling not clause but enabling energy that the government gets away with all of these unconstitutional acts because we just go well it's too inconvenient to to push back
3: well congratulations man i'm glad those came in
0: for you yeah so now i can travel to canada with you next time we have a total health show
3: yeah or now you can fulfill your life's dream to move to Iceland. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, there are some good hot springs in Iceland. That's why they call it that. I don't want anybody to know. Greenland is not green. Iceland is, to some degree, with the, all the thermal warming underneath there. Uh, <laughs> talk about global warming. They should ban Iceland. That's where all global warming is happening.
3: You know, the funny thing is about Iceland, there's, there's so many. I, I love watching the World's Strongest Man contests. They're mm-hmm. on t- TV or online all the time. You can see, you know, the 2022 contests are amazing. These guys are so strong. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many of them have come from Iceland. And I mean, it's like maybe they're used to lifting up, you know, uh, sheets of ice or just they're tougher, but these guys are animals.
0: The raw volcanic energy in Iceland, much like the big island of Hawaii, there is an energy about creation at that level that is just like, so I think that may be manifesting. uh, And maybe there are big bodybuilders out of the uh, big island of Hawaii as well that are strong like that. But I think it might have something to do with that.
3: Well, I think one of the my favorite strongmen is Thor. You know, half Thor Bjornsson. He's and he's from Iceland, and I mean the the dude's a monster. He's like six nine, and he's lost some weight because he's getting down leaner than he ever, ever was when he was competing in strongman because mm-hmm. he's not competing anymore. So now he's he's gotten down to three fifty. at six nine, but he was six nine like four fifty. So he's wow. lost like a hundred pounds. And the dude was so strong. I mean, just he's still really strong, but just amazing. Giant. He's he's from Iceland, man. There's there's got to be something about the ice.
0: Super Don (laughs) reminds us that Icelanders are descendants of the Vikings.
3: And it's funny that yeah, well, Thor, Half Thor, he he played in this series that was really popular. Um, I never watched it, and it it was like a series back about the Vikings and or the medieval times. I can't think of what the the miniseries was called, Mm -hmm. but you know, it was probably
1: called Vikings.
3: No, no. I, no? It was,
1: no. Because um, oh, I watched yeah, that no, one. I one Game, good. Of,
3: Game of Thrones. He was on Game of Thrones. Oh. What's his name? Thor. Thor. Half Thor Bjornsson. Half Thor Bjornsson. He was on Game of Thrones. He played... I, well, I never saw it. So uh, from what I remember him saying, he played some sort of a... Like an executioner or something. But, yeah. He was on Game of Thrones for for a couple of seasons. But, anyway... He's uh, that he's, he's the dude out of Iceland that I've I've always watched and just amazed at the strength. Uh, some of the strongman contests, by the way, since this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but regardless, mm-hmm. the, like they'll they'll pull up a a, a a dumbbell right in one hand, a dumbbell that weighs like 275 pounds, and they'll be pressing it over their head with oh, one dude, arm.
1: Dude, he guy, was the mountain.
3: The mountain. He played the mountain. Yeah.
1: That dude is huge. Can you put I, a picture I, up? I, that's the uh one. yeah, hold on a second. Cuz I don't I don't know this guy. I'd like to see who this <laughs> He was, was. the mount. That's why they call him the mountain. The, d- the dude was just like enormous. Wow. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um. He, won,
3: he won the world's strongest man a couple of times. So I mean, he's literally not only looks strong, he he be strong.
0: Okay. By the way, if you're just tuning in, it's the 28th of September 2022. Ty Bollinger, our guest hour 2 here going outside the box for a few more minutes and there's another article we don't have time to get into from the Truth About Cancer. It's in the show notes. It's about mesothelioma. Uh, prevention, protection, and healing. Another public service announcement, if you will, article over at The Truth About Cancer. It's linked up. And there's also five cancer-fighting essential oils and five ways to use them. So if you're new to essential oils, there's a good article there as well by Ty and Charlene Bollinger, linked up in the notes today at robertscottbell.com. You want to get the newsletter, RSB, text RSB to 22828. Oh, that's the guy? I think yeah. I've seen him before.
3: I just, it's hard to tell, though, by that picture because he's not next to anybody because some bodybuilders
0: are huge but they're like five three. Yeah, you Thor, can't tell the scale six, of this guy nine.
3: this guy's six nine he's, he's, he's huge but it's there's no perspective there so you I really like can't how tell how, how,
0: it. how when I'm standing next to you what, what makes you you look huge right? and if you were standing next to him, you would look like me. I would look tiny next to Thor. Oh there you go. look at that scale get that picture yeah there's,
3: that's, a, that's more a scale.
0: could you go full that's, screen that's on that? A,
3: that's, I think that that's probably an average 57 five, 58 five, female there. Maybe maybe 54. So that shows she's, the guy's just enormous.
0: She doesn't even come up to his shoulders. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, well that's kind
3: look
1: of at him cool. there next to Arnold Schwarzenegger there.
3: Oh yeah, pull that, it it. pull that out. Pull that next to Arnold. You can see how much bigger he is than Arnold.
0: Wow.
1: Dude, don't all right.
0: Never mean. mind. I don't I give up. I'm not going to go it there. All right, there he is. Yeah. He makes Arnold look little. Huh. yeah <laughs> look at that look at the calves dude yeah, yeah wow yeah that is an <laughs> icelandic giant and it's like icelandic giant amazing yeah. all right folks we are almost we got a couple of more minutes there at tmb so um i know you're going to join me at the health freedom expo uh we've got a lot of upcoming events some you know pray for our friends in florida i was talking yeah. with casey creche earlier today i uh, plan to see him hey, hang out with casey next week when i'm there and, cool. uh, also he's going to host a, uh, fundraising event for our, our buddy, uh, Jonathan Emore, who's a, a set up an exploratory committee to run for the U S Senate in Virginia. If, cool. if he, if he gains the support, he'll run and he'll, he'll beat Tim Kane, the uh, mm-hmm. villain from Batman. I think that's uh, what he looks like to me. Always <laughs> look, like, look like the Joker when Jack Nicholson played him. Uh, so that's kind of cool as well. We've got that upcoming event. We get the health freedom X I'll be back up in Pittsburgh, the 22nd of October, uh, coming up for a health and freedom event uh, thanks to health hut and i can't remember all of the events coming up my head is just spinning thinking about the many events that are coming up but uh, we'll also let everybody know about the truth about well it's called propaganda exposed and the uncensored version even more amazing stuff coming out early november so stay in touch with us on that and we'll you, get you the were word out
3: say the truth about fashion weren't you
0: totally because that's the next one okay. after after propaganda exposed uncensored the truth about fashion with TMB RSB yeah. and Super D it's i'm afraid
3: play. that that one if we do the truth about fashion that'll have to be charlene producing that one not me
0: yeah but then it you know <clears throat> will actually look good because she'll dress us and, and we'll look good we're yeah. we're trying yeah. to do the opposite of that it's kind of the oh, uh, the babylon b version of fashion
3: yeah there you go <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Well, hey, thank y'all for being here in the chat room. Uh, We're going to take a break and come back in 60 seconds and see if there are any comments or questions in the chat room. Uh, Ty, thanks for joining us. And thanks for hanging out, you and Charlene, uh, with me at the uh, U.S. Health Freedom Congress. It's so great to see you. And I'm looking forward to being together again uh, outside of Chicago at the Health Freedom Expo coming up October 15th and
3: 16th. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it, buddy.
0: All right. Well, tell them what they need to go. No, no. Before you got to go. Don't cut them off. You're trying to confuse me. The power to heal is yours. Remember that. I love Michael Bolden's honesty. When we were talking about food and salad and stuff, he's like, yeah, I've eaten more veggies than ever before. But I still like me some donuts and ice cream, so my weight stays the same. Yeah, more, That's to, honesty. Love. more, to, more to love with Michael Bolden. That's right. Uh, he's great. Uh, let's see, what else, What are kind of questions we got here, comments uh, coming through? Didn't President Biden announce, Jay says this last week, that the coronavirus was over? Yeah, he did. So why is the pandemic?
1: Want? He said. Yeah, the pandemic is over. Yes.
0: So yeah. So the critical need for uh, Hurricane Ravage, Florida is to make sure you get jabbed before it arrives. Right? I was like, this is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And that's a, that's saying it kindly. Gretel, all three of you guys look great. Oh, thanks, Gretel. You're very kind. Who is most fashionable t- today? Ty, me, or Super probably Ty. Probably Ty. You think with his orange thing? With his his fancy. Uh, I don't know. I got to give you extra points for the ponytail because I can't do that.
1: That doesn't take a lot of work, though.
0: You yeah, just but don't it, cut it, your it,
1: hair, you know? And, and it,
0: it isn't about work. It's about, like, fashion. You got a ponytail.
1: Fashion, right?
0: It is a first. Wasn't there a David Bowie song called Fashion? I think so. Fashion.
1: Yeah. I think so. Sounds about right. Yeah. Lori says you were more Fashionable today?
0: Me? Lori? All right. Okay, your, I'll take it, Lori. Your
1: layers you. with your shirt there. You I've know. Got, by the
0: way, I've got my Bob Marley shirt on.
1: Bob Marley. Yeah. So, this is the way I went
0: today. Nice. Yeah. So, we have our uh, Cardio Miracle webinar this afternoon, a little later. Yeah. So, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. If you haven't attended, this is going to be a brain-focused discussion with John Hewlett. I think he's hanging out with David Martin, which, by the way, David Martin's going to be at the Health Freedom Expo now. In addition to the Red Pill Expo as well. So, Leslie says, I'm doing Gap Fashion.
1: I could be in the Gap Band. Remember the Gap Band? Fall into the Gap. Remember that? No, I just remember. The commercial? Fall into the Gap? You don't remember that? I remember the Gap Band. That was, and I remember that too. Actually, Actually, you remember the band? Name one of their songs.
0: Well, the one that's ringing in my head, I don't remember the name of it. What's their main, their big song, The Gap Band? Do you remember? Sing it. I, if I, I can't. Honestly, I would. It, <laughs> not that it'd be good, but I well, I Oh, the first back
1: one back. comes to what was the uh, You Dropped the Bomb on Me. That's it, thank you. You
0: Dropped a Bomb on Me,
1: baby. That's it, The Gap Band, right?
0: And you'd hear that. That was yeah. good.
1: I loved the 80s funk. Oh, R&B yeah. Stuff. That was like the bed. That's, that's cleaning I, I, the I house love. music for me. Yeah. If I want to clean the house, I dance through the house as I'm cleaning, yeah, listening to it. you know, like Earth, Wind, and Fire or something. It's yeah. just, it's just great stuff. Yeah, Carol knew,
0: dropped a bomb on me, baby. a yep. uh, Marge doesn't like it. She puts up a green nauseous
1: uh, um, a, emoji. What? No, she was doing that about your your uh, your your fashion today. Oh, she doesn't like my fashion. Yeah, Maybe she's not. What a is big the what is Harley the fan. does? But, does she? Yes, I do dance through the house. Um, no, she I'm, didn't like the I'm Gap Band. That's Grooving it. And, and through the house. Just not the Gap, really? Yeah, she didn't like the Gap How Band. How do you not like the Gap Band? Leslie appreciates it.
0: I didn't know so, Leslie So, no, no, was no, 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 no,
1: like listen, out. listen. We're going to put opinions out there. Then Marge okay. has to then counter okay. the Gap Band with yes. a band that you say would be a good one. So what What would you listen to? Like an 80s funk kind of song, right? And maybe she doesn't like that because of style of music. Oh, I know, right? I know she be- like. She liked uh, what's the guy James? Uh, no, no. Let her. No. Don't uh, just All let right. her. Let her say. I want to know. Okay. Because I like the Gap Band. I did too. They were one one of many during that period of time that, that they were fun, uh, fun as can be. Donna Summer. So so. Okay. The disco Donna Summer. Going a little bit farther back, more of kind of a seventies, eighties uh, kind of of Motown mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Lori so Harvey good. was too
0: cool. Did she, Lori, did you pick up on The Police, the band, like at Zenyatta Mandata? Which which album got you into The Police? When did you finally like The Police? I was curious. Hmm. Uh, also, I was just commenting on Leslie. She said she was a denim specialist for The Gap a few years back and she can't apparently she won't be able to attend our AMA tomorrow so we'll make fun of her for
1: being a denim specialist she won't be able to defend herself a denim specialist that's interesting yeah Marge Marge loves the police too too. all right so that's yeah all right yeah and of course journey everybody loves journey yeah who doesn't like journey come on that's a that's a safe one right there Mm mm-hmm did you watch you watch did you watch glee the tv show when it was out no you didn't no oh. I didn't it was just me and Jerry Doyle we used to, it we was funny because we used to we used to laugh because we'd get on the air and we'd start talking about did you see what happened to Glee last night you know and, and Jesse Jesse was in the booth and he was just like what are you guys talking about Glee you know we we're like oh we love Glee Jesse that was good, he would be like me I'd be going you guys are watching Glee What's Jesse used to make fun of us yeah I'm sure I would have we done it too at that point were, we, were, we were Gleeks Gleeks yes Bon yeah. Jovi, living on a prayer. Lori, yep. Lori like Bon Jovi, huh? In the fall, you make glee. The students. slippery when wet album that that wow. came out right in the prime of my of my teenage years and in, in my senior year of high school. That was like okay. There was that that album came out and the Van Halen uh, 5150 uh, okay. album came out and those were like the the soundtrack of my my crazy years. <laughs> right, good stuff. All right, have you seen him lay, have you seen what he him now when he tries and sing, he just it's gone. It's just, there's no way he Who can tries to sing. Uh, John Bon Jovi. Oh, he can't he can't do it. Yeah. He, like many of the artists from right. that period of time, you know, everything was, was the high pitched mm-hmm. voice, falsetto, quite often. Right. And yeah. they just kind of just blew out their vocal cords. So there's very few of them left that can still hit it. Sebastian Bach is one of them that still can. Lead singer uh, of what? Oh, oh come on, um, Skid Row. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you going there now? Okay. God, I drew a, drew a blank there. Yeah. So there's a few of them that can still do it, and they're they still do tour. Some of the bands I got to I got to see. I watched it live on uh, YouTube the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, did I mention this on the air? My very first rock concert that I went to. Yeah, you've told us about it. Didn't you get a ticket from And I found I found the ticket stub. Yes,
0: yes, That's for the unusual... concert
1: that was my first uh, yeah. concert. They they uh, they're touring again. They're doing like I think it's one of their their final tours. It should be. And uh, yeah, they still sound good. They're still doing a great job. How about that? No. Well, it was
0: like seeing Kansas in concert. We had a
1: great time with that.
0: All right, we got a message from our buddy Murdoch. He so he takes his final exam for the health coach this Sunday, Lord willing. Yeah, Murdoch, I want to hear you pass with flying colors. He also said he emailed our buddy Marlon from Motor City Health for mentorship, and he hasn't responded. We need to reach out to Marlon. I have reached out time. to,
1: and I have not gotten a response. So um, it's not
0: don't, – don't take it personally, Murdoch. No, no no, 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 no. He hasn't doctors.
1: responded to me either, so I don't know if he's just busy or yeah. something's going on with his email. I don't know. Okay. So anyway, all right, well, let's take a peek as we... Oh, hey, how about the poll of the day? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let's see that. Uh, today's poll, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, man, I couldn't figure out something to ask that was relevant to what we were talking about today. Mm-hmm. So I did a, uh, a a poll on the newsletter, and I asked, how interested are you in prepper and survivalist articles? And the reason why I asked is because we were kind of talking about this, was it yesterday? Or day before, about um, how maybe that's, you know, that kind of content is something we don't really talk about that much, then it yeah. might not be a bad idea to maybe incorporate that more. So, you know, interested, not interested. And um, there's a whole lot of interest. Very to somewhat. Yeah. So that definitely, definitely wins there. So that, if we have that's, any Yeah. Overwhelmingly. So, um, yeah. So it's something I, I think is, it's you know, when we talk about stuff that's going on in the world right now as we focus on things like what's happening in Florida mm-hmm. uh, preparation <laughs> is a good thing because the people that are, are um, into doing that sort of thing are in a far better situation yeah. in Florida than the ones who are not you know and it just makes sure. sense and so I don't know I think, I think it's something I know Robert's probably something that you have an interest in as well definitely um so i yeah. think it's you know we should maybe is, have is periodic guests, guests on to talk about that
0: has kevin hooked us up with any coming up
1: not yet but i'm working okay. on it i just wanted to get a little confirmation there with a poll that's right. so i thought it was going to be that way but i just wanted to make sure
0: well remember uh next week if orlando is still there which i imagine it will be we got a big trip coming up and mm-hmm. uh, i'm supposed to schedule you want to do the upcoming events real quick yeah, let's wrap up with that. Yeah, let's do that.
1: let's do that. All right.
0: you put it full screen so I can see what I'm doing? I certainly will. Thank you. We just did the winer Wellness Week this morning, so that's already up as an archive uh, with uh, Joe Messino. He interviewed me. It was a great hour we did, Nutritional Frontiers. And Mind Your Health webinar coming up this afternoon, 8 o'clock or evening, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific with our good buddy John Hewlett. Engineering Your Microbiome is ongoing right now. These are free. These online events are free. And I've mm-hmm. got the free seminars coming up at Chamberlains in Lake Mary, October fourth, seven p.m. That's north of Orlando, and East Orlando store on East Colonial, October fifth, that I believe is a Wednesday, seven p.m. And then we head to the uh, well, the Health and Freedom Wellness Parenting Revolution thing. There's an online another online summit there, reversing autoimmunity. Then we have the, this big one coming up, seventh, eighth, and ninth. I think Casey Craci will be there for that too. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we have the Health Freedom Expo, and that's the weekend of the fifteenth and sixteenth outside of Chicago. Super Healthy Lung Summit, which I am in, that's coming up later in October for free. Then we've got the big Freedom Event, October twenty-second outside of Pittsburgh at the Health Hut hosted. Uh, I forget where it's going to be, but it's this. You can click on it. Jack, Dr. Jack James Lyons Weiler will be there with me as well. That's going to be fun. Then we've got a Fascia and Chronic Pain Rescue Summit late October. Then the Red Pill Expo coming to Salt Lake City, and I will be there for that. I will be emceeing and speaking at that event. And what All is right. this at the bottom? I don't recognize this.
1: Oh, it's the All Valley Karate Championships uh, coming up on December nineteenth. Is that's that's Karate Kid? That's oh Coca-Cola. wait a minute, how'd that get in there? Oh, I'm am sorry, I don't know. What I don't is even that? know that. How did I don't that how Actually, you know what? Uh, what? If I, I saw. Have you seen? Have you watched the the current season of uh, Cobra Kai? Yeah, we enjoy that. that yeah, I, I got to see the the last uh, episode last night. Mm-hmm. That's why you put that there, y'all. All last night, I cold. felt like a dork, and I knew it would be fun when we uh, did cute. the Upcoming events, anyway. That was very cute. Uh, Cobra Kai. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's on Netflix, and mm-hmm. it's great nostalgia for people our age. Um, and is they, they he- did. A, I think they did a really good j- job with it.
0: Oh, they do. They do a great job overall. I think it's a, it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, Una great movie by Jennifer Sharp. The movie mm-hmm. I mentioned. She did our Anecdotals, which we featured this weekend. I don't know if anybody's seen it on Amazon Prime, but I haven't yet. I'm making it a date night with my wife, probably if I can this weekend to watch it. So it's supposed to be a highbrow comedy. That what I mean by that. It's intellectual. It's not just a, you know guffaws and laughs and you know. It's not one of those teenage comedy things. This is an adult comedy, but it's it's not. Uh, Inappropriate for young people. It's just that she says when she when I interviewed her on Sunday Show, they might not follow it as easily. But I'm looking forward to the seeing that one too. So if anybody's seen it, let us know, get us a review, and uh, no spoilers.
1: DJ Katie Organic says that she loves 80s funk and Earth Wind and Fire, so I have one fan. Yeah. Um, and she's apparently getting ready to do an 80s theme wedding. Wedding? How? Cool as a DJ? Yeah. Yeah. I'd go to that. That'd be fun. She says uh, she loves rock too but easier to dance to the funk and R.B. very true. The Hairband uh, era, very high voices. She like her a couple she threw out their w- White Snake and Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cinderella especially. Cinderella had this, this whole, the whole whole uh, crazy falsetto sounding thing which I didn't I am not a big fan of. Yeah. I like actual voices. Right. No auto tune for you.
0: All right. No. Well, that's it for the moment, I think, and uh, I got to get some rest. You ready to get out of here? Webinar, I got to. Man. I don't I blame laying you. down, uh, and yeah, it's going to be crazy busy right through. Well, if I make it through Friday and the weekend, hopefully it'll be an easier weekend because that if if timing works and everybody's okay in Sarasota and Orlando, uh, I'll head out there Monday, and we got to figure out what to do for Monday's show, pre pre record something or travel. I don't know, but that's coming up.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right, man, will you go take a power nap and get ready for the uh, Cardio Miracle webinar that's coming up in about three hours? Thank
0: you to Todd Less Smith for hours. giving away his book for free today. Yeah, how sh- cool is that?
1: Notes. Yeah, that was awesome.
0: Thanks to Ty Bollinger. We had a good good hour with him. And thanks to all y'all for sharing the show. I hope to see some of you, many of you, any of you at the AMA tomorrow. Uh, we, we had to delay it. Again, apologies to all those who planned on it for today, but we had double booked, didn't realize it. And that's it for today. See you, God willing, less than 22 hours from now.